Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What up, everybody? This is Ed Lover. This is Come on, son. The podcast, how's everybody doing? Oversaw by the one and only Combat Jack. And speaking of Combat Jack, I had the opportunity to talk to A. King from the Loudspeakers Network for about an hour and a half last night. We talked about hip-hop. He interviewed me for the podcast for um, iHeart Radios, doing several things about the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. And uh, A. King introduced I mean, not introduced, uh, interviewed me for it. And I just thought it was weird that this thing would go full circle because I used to work at iHeart before they were iHeart. They were Clear Channel. And when I was on Power 105, I was working for Clear Channel, which later became iHeart, and they fired me unceremoniously, uh, without reason, without cause. It wasn't like my numbers were bad. And then they brought in the Breakfast Club. And the only way I figured out the reason why they fired me at the time, we didn't have bad numbers. We didn't. We our numbers were great. It didn't have no fault to uh, everybody over there at the Breakfast Club. They instituted everything that I told them that we needed to start doing, which was recording our interviews and putting it up on YouTube and making sure that the interviews that we recorded were after the show, so that we could get raw and we could have a clean version for the radio for the next day. Well, they did all of that, and that's cool. And that's cool, but I, I just thought it was weird how it comes full circle after you fire me and you don't want nothing else to do with me that the 50-year anniversary of hip-hop will come and then you will come calling on me for an interview. But I did it because it's hip-hop. And my personal, whatever, I used to feel a certain way about them, but I don't feel that way anymore. I let that kind of stuff go because you can't hold on to that stuff. It'll eat you up. But I just thought... Thinking to myself yesterday when I was doing an interview, like, yo, this is funny how everything comes full circle. Like, some people get rid of you and then they come back and want you to do certain things. And it's cool. You know, I have no no animosity towards A. King or Nicole Spence or, you know, Nicole is the one that contacted me and asked me to do it. Um, she's talent coordinator over there for the podcast, iHeartRadio. Um, I ain't got no beef with them. And I'm going to do the same thing for Odyssey. Actually... I was supposed to do Odysseys yesterday and forgot. 
But I was on the phone with them for so long. Like, they say, oh, we need you about an hour. I think me and A. King talked about two hours or something yesterday. So that should be coming out in honor of the 50-year anniversary of hip-hop. And it's cool. I don't mind. But there are so many different people and outlets coming at me to talk about my experiences in hip-hop. And I'm only doing a few of them. Not doing everybody because motherfuckers don't want to pay you. I, you know, I keep it 100% on this podcast. They don't want to pay you. They want to they use your shit and they get paid off of it. Because believe me, when you started adding ads to shit, that means you're getting paid for it. And when you start getting paid for it, I want an honorarium for my time and my knowledge. And if you're not going to give me that, then I can't do it. So everybody that's asking me about these panels in New York and all of that other stuff, nah. Don't come to me and tell me there's no honorarium to it. No, no. No, I, I'm not I'm not doing that. Not doing it. Sorry. Can't help you. If there's no honorarium involved, I'm not I'm not doing it. The Universal Hip Hop Museum, that kind of stuff, I will definitely do. You know, um, like I said, I did the iHeart joint, I did something for BT. I guess MTV will call. I'll do something for MTV and definitely for Odyssey. I'll do something for Odyssey, but there's a lot of different things on the table, y'all, for me because of the 50th anniversary of hip-hop or hip-hop's 50th birthday, I like to say. Um, I was looking through my notes, and there were a couple of interesting things that happened this week. And before I go on my come on, son, rant, which I plan to do because there's so many damn things that got on my nerve. There's so many things I got to say, give it son, about. Let me tell y'all some stuff that I found interesting that happened this week in history. In 1980, Michael Jackson received his first solo gold album for Off the Wall. That was an amazing album. Now, which album do you like better, Thriller or Off the Wall? Be very careful when you answer that, okay? In my opinion... Off the Wall was more soulful and melodic, and Thriller was more pop-oriented. That's just my opinion. That was 1980. That was his first solo gold album, back when people actually went to the store and bought albums. Y'all know what I'm talking about. In 93, IBM announced, it, announced a loss of $4.97 billion for 1992. It's the largest single-year loss in U.S. corporate history. Can you believe that? $4.97 billion loss in 93. In 2001, Wyclef became the first hip-hop artist to play New York City's Carnegie Hall. The charity event also featured Stevie Wonder's Destiny's Child, Whitney Houston, Mary J. Blige, and Macy Gray. When is the last time Macy Gray made some music? What's it like, Macy Gray? I guess she's doing more acting than anything else now. And rest in peace, of course, to Whitney Houston. Um, and that's when Destiny's Child was a group. Uh, in 2004, during a concert in New York, this is 2004, y'all, Rockefeller chief Damon Dash presented an honorary rock medallion to Atlantic recording artist Twister. He later challenged Atlantic Records president Craig Kalman to come on stage and explain why he, wouldn't, why he would not let the Chi-Town rapper sign with The Rock because The Rock was through Def Jam and he was signed to Atlantic. Duh. Did you buy him out of his contract, Dame Dash? There's always so many 
things that go along with that, okay? And in 2005, Damon Dash announced the launch of his own record label, the Damon Dash Music Group. He claims to have recruited Beanie Siegel, Rel, and Seven Aurelius. And we never heard anything else about that, but he goes around talking big talk all the time. And a lot of things that Damon Dash says I agree with, but a lot of things Damon Dash says makes me say, come on, son. You know about how being a boss, and if you're working for somebody, you ain't no boss, and da 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 da. Kids, and you used to work for Def Jam. No matter which way you want to slice it, okay? Def Jam was a part of it. Come on, son, knock it off. Like anytime you come in, right, and you present your own money, you know, to Def Jam, and then Def Jam signed a deal with you, you're still getting a percentage of your record sales and everything. So. The music, the money still got to come from the parent company, and then the money trickles down to Dev Jam, and then Dev Jam gave y'all an allowance, right, for your offices and stuff. Matter of fact, you didn't even need that because you were already within their offices, so you didn't have separate offices. You were still in there because my sister worked at the front desk, so you still had to wait for Dev Jam to pay you before you got money. So in essence, you were still working for Dev Jam. So now that you work for yourself, I can dig that all that big boss talk about if, you know, now. But back then, you essentially were still working for Def Jam like everybody else that was up there at Def Jam. Because if Def Jam would have dropped you, you would have had to go get another label deal. And your money would have came from the top, trickled down to you. See, a lot of people don't know how the music business shit works like I do. So when you hear people talk that shit, about being their own boss and not working for somebody else, realizing that they are doing their own thing, but their money still comes from someone else. Now, what Dame is doing right now, different, okay? And if he takes money from investors right now, then he still works for somebody. It's, you're going to work for somebody some way or another. But, cool, I ain't got no problem against Dame. I'm just pointing out the facts that I, I know how. The hierarchy works because I had a label before they had Rockefeller label. It was me and my partner's Mark and my partner Sean, and we had a Rush-associated label called No Face Records. JMJ, Jazzmaster J had JMJ Records. There was a couple of us that had Rush-associated labels, and my money had to come from Def Jam. And that money came from the parent company. So I had to wait for the trickle down. So even though we were working on our own things under our own labels, it really wasn't our own labels. Label. It was a label. It was a rush associated label, a subsidiary of Def Jam is what we had. And in other words, we were A&Rs for Def Jams and we were finding music, get the music produced put it out, and the majority of the money went to Def Jam. That's all it was. I still worked for Def Jam at the time, even though it was a third, a third, a third between me and my partner, Sean Mark. We were still a Def Jam label. It's still like everybody else's label, like, you know, everybody that had labels with Def Jam. Same shit. Some more successful than ours, but still, same shit. You dig it? All right, so I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I got a lot of things on my chest to get off. It's called Come On, Son, the podcast, the week that was. Come on, son, son. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, 
Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real, or it's getting a fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scope of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes for making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's Killer Inside in the podcast, the week that was. I'm Ed Lover. It's time for me to get all of this shit up off of my chest. First and foremost, the lady that was in the airport that got arrested for firing a fire extinguisher at the police and at different workers in Atlanta, Hartfield Airport, in the Delta Terminal. Come on, son. What the fuck was you thinking about, lady? First, you went around trying to open secure doors. Then they called people on you. The employees tried to make you stop. You grabbed, and this is all on video. You grabbed a fire extinguisher. A guy told you, miss, you can't mess with that fire extinguisher like that. You shot the fire extinguisher at him. Then you shouted at other employees. Then the cops came, and you started yelling and complaining when they was trying to handcuff you. Now you're facing assault charges and all other kind of shit, and you're in Clayton County Jail right now. Good, Zed. You got to be dumb as a motherfucker or high, or you was high as a fucking kite when you did that. Like, I don't understand why people just go and do stupid-ass shit like that. Like, what do you think is going to be the outcome of you doing dumb shit like that. You didn't think he was going to jail? You think they're just going to let you go home? Were you that dissatisfied with your seat on where you were sitting? You wanted a window and all they had was an aisle left? Get on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. That's just some stupid shit. And speaking of stupid shit, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. What the fuck is wrong with you? You want to block critical race theory teaching in the Florida schools. Now you're trying to block African-American studies in college. So you don't want nobody just to know nothing about what happened with the African-American people. Ain't no way in fuck I live in Florida right now. This dude is out of his mind, yo. Come on, son. Like you really, 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 and another really, trying to take over that white conservative racist platform so you can make a run for the presidency, aren't you? You trying to show people I'm the super fucking conservative, even more conservative than Trump. I don't want none of this shit taught. I don't want none of this shit to happen. And everybody can get a goddamn gun. And that's the way America should be. Ron DeSantis, come on, son. The fuck out of here with your bullshit. You the kind of person that don't believe that this country is for everybody. You just think this country is for conservative white men and y'all supposed to tell everybody else what the fuck to do. Don't you, Ron DeSantis. Don't you. 
But I'm going to tell you something straight up, homie. You ain't going to never be the president of the United States. Not of, you, not of these United States. You might find some United States somewhere else. You might get you a couple of states somewhere in a different country and put them together and call them the United States. But you will be not. You heard me. I said this shit backwards. You will be not or you will not be ever the president of the United States of America. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. How are we supposed to believe you to be the president for everybody when you're trying to block African-American studies and courses in college? Fuck out of here, son. Get out of here with that bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, Stephen A. Smith, what the fuck is wrong with you, homie? Used to be my homie, used to be my ace. Now somebody need to slap the taste out of your mouth. It ain't going to be me, but I understand, bro, that ESPN gave you money. You single-handedly fucked First Take up. First Take ain't the same. It's not good anymore. Nobody gives a fuck about Mad Dog, and I guarantee you your ratings are slipping. Guarantee it. It's not good. Sorry, bro. When Max Kellerman was there debating with you, it was a lot better. Not all of these motherfucking Michael Irvin. Nobody give a fuck unless it's football season, dog. Unless Dallas is relevant with you talking to Michael Irvin. So you fucked that up. Then you turned around and you figured out a way to protect Jerry Jones and his bullshit when he was trying to stop those people from entering that school. I don't give a fuck what Jerry Jones was saying. Jerry Jones is a fucking liar, and he must have paid you for your fucking protection. You get a big-ass kibbutz, son, for that. Because if you were just observing, why you couldn't observe near a tree somewhere? Why are you standing right on the steps, right behind the white supremacist, talking about you as observing? If that picture never came out, we'd have never known. And you can tell by Jerry Jones's hiring practices that he's a fucking racist. So Stephen A., get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Now you turn around. And I dig it. You got a brand new podcast. I dig it. You all over ESPN every day. I dig it. Get your money. But you sit on Sherry Shepard's show. And Sherry Shepard asks you about Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl this year. And your reaction is, and I saw the clip. Oh, the only thing wrong with Rihanna is she ain't Beyonce. What the fuck are you talking about? No, she ain't Beyonce. She's Rihanna. And nobody wants Beyonce performing at the Super Bowl halftime show every year. Apparently, nobody but you. Rihanna's a superstar in her own right. You shouldn't have said that shit about it, dog. Then you went back and had to retract. Yeah, I talk for a living. Sometimes I got to watch what I say. After the Navy gave you all the smoke that you could even dream of. Haven't anybody ever taught you? And you're an intelligent dude. I'm not taking that away from you. But hasn't anybody ever taught you if you ain't got something nice to say, just don't say nothing at all? Are you now doing the clickbait shit that you claim that you hate so much that you're willing to let anything come out your mouth just to draw attention to yourself? You're a grown-ass man. That was totally disrespectful and totally uncalled for. You didn't have to actually say nothing when Sherry Shepard asked you about your thoughts on Rihanna playing the Super Bowl. You could have said, yo, I think it's going to be great. I'm not that huge of a Rihanna fan, but I think it's going to be great. I think Rihanna's a talent. Just, you know, some things ain't my slice of uh, a pie. Or you could have not said anything at all. You could have just said good for Rihanna. 
Congratulations for Rihanna. I'll be looking forward to looking at the show, even if you know you weren't going to look at it. But to say her only problem is she ain't Beyonce, fuck, dude. Fuck. Suppose I sat on Sherry Shepard and she said, yo, you know, Ed, I know you're a big sports fanatic. Do you watch this, that, and the third? And I'd say, well, you know, the only thing wrong with Stephen A. Smith is he ain't Skip Bayless. That would have been fucked up, right? Or he ain't Shannon Sharp. That would have been fucked up. And I know you apologize, but come on, son. Sometimes you got to learn how to shut the fuck up. Like, for real. You really sometimes need to learn how to shut your mouth, dog. Because now you starting to do shit just so to draw attention to other shit. Let that shit happen organically and naturally, dog. For real. You need to learn how to be quiet. And you know who else needs to learn how to be quiet? Them dudes in New York. Did y'all hear about this story? These are the three dumbest motherfuckers on the planet, yo. For real. The dumbest dudes ever. Dudes called the police, the state troopers, because he said there was dudes in his car with weed that wouldn't get out of his car. So when the state troopers pulled up, these dudes were standing there, and behind the dumpster, they had trash bags full of weed. When they, when they weighed it, it was 83 pounds of weed. 83 pounds. So they asked the dude that called the cops on to come down to the trooper barracks. When he came down to the trooper barracks, they inspected his car and he had $123,000 worth of counterfeit money in his car. So obviously they was going to do some kind of deal and he wasn't getting what he wanted. So he called the cops, which initially meant he called the cops, snitched on them and caught himself up in this shit at the same time. Y'all is just as dumb as the lady in the airport. You dumb. If you got them out the car, what you calling the state troopers on them for? You dumb. Everybody go to jail. Now, even though weed is legal in New York City, not 83 pounds of it, and this wasn't even in New York City. This was somewhere in New York State, which has a different law than New York City, you blubbering damn idiot. Kill it, said. How dumb do you got to be? Speaking of dumb, Smokey Robinson was on Vlad TV. They asked Smokey Robinson about Diana Ross, and he admitted that he had an affair with Diana Ross while he was married after he got her signed to uh, Motown. Why you bring that up, Stevie? That was probably in the 1960s, bro. You still pining for Diana Ross, or is it just that her daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross, has revealed... That she don't have a man, she 50, and she ain't got no kids, and she feels like she ain't going to have no kids. Why you bring that up, Stevie? Huh? I mean, not Stevie, Smoke. Why you bring that up? You just want to say that you hit that before Barry Gordy did? Is that is that what you're trying to do? Was that necessary, though? For real? And the affair lasted longer than it should have? What's wrong with you, Smoke? You know, you don't bring up old shit like that. You, we're trying to get some bragging rights off of Diana Ross, Smoke. Come on, son. Let Miss Ross be the boss that Miss Ross has always been. Smoke, don't bring shit up like that, Smoke. Now people gonna bring the smoke down on you. I don't, I don't understand you, Smoke. Don't do that, Smoke.
Did y'all hear about the end the New the New York State Congressman Alex Santos that won't step down even though the GOP is asking him to step down? He's a liar. Come on, son. How you lie on your resume and then become congressman elect? And then when people find out that you never graduated from the college you said you graduated from and that you had never had any people in your family that survived the Holocaust, like you said. And then you said everybody embellishes their resume. Nah, you didn't embellish shit. You just a straight up liar, Santos. And you need to step down. Come on, son. You a liar, son. You like you lie like Donald Trump lies. You you a Herschel Walker. That's what you are. <laughs> From now on, when we catch anybody lying the way uh congressman elect out of New York, out of actually Nassau County lied. You should call that a walker. That's what it is. It's a Herschel or Herschel. Because people might not know who you talk about when you say walkers. <laughs> From now on, when somebody's lying in your face, man, call it a Herschel. All right? Any time, y'all. Come on, son. Somebody start lying. You know they lying. Just look at them and say, come on, don't, don't try to pull a Herschel on me. They'll know exactly what you talk about. You try to pull a Herschel walker. You's a damn liar. Get out of here, man. And I'm telling you, if the GOP don't make him step down, there's going to be more egg on your face than you have from you still wiping off the Herschel Walker egg off your face. Santos, you're a liar. That's not embellishing. Embellishing is saying you worked another year or more for the company than you actually do. You straight lied about a lot of stuff on your resume. That ain't cool, man. And speaking of things that ain't cool, did y'all hear about this? Alec Baldwin is going to be charged with involuntary manslaughter along with others in that shooting that, that killed that lady. Now, I don't know if I agree with this or not. I don't know if I want to tell the prosecutor, get that said, for bringing this shit up so late and using Alec Baldwin and the other people as an escape goat. Or do I want to say, give it son to Alec Baldwin for even pointing a gun on a set like that. But involuntary manslaughter is when you fucking around and somebody gets hurt. So should Alec Baldwin get off the hook or do I give up son myself for not being clear on whose side I'm on in this? Because if you play around with somebody, say you, you, you fucking around with your homeboy, right? And you stronger than him. So you get him on a windowsill or on a ledge and you I'm hang your ass off this ledge. He's like, yo, stop playing. Stop playing, man. I'm scared. Stop playing. Right. And you accidentally slip. He slips out of your grip and he falls to his death. That's involuntary manslaughter because you didn't mean to do it. You didn't voluntarily kill this person. It's not a murder. It's manslaughter. So under those laws, where Alec Baldwin did discharging that gun, it didn't go off by accident. He pulled the trigger. That is involuntary manslaughter. Because he should have known better. And the person that put the blanks in it to it and handed it to him are going to face charges of involuntary manslaughter. So Kibbutz said to me, it's just that it's so late with it, though. That kind of bothers me. But I guess the statute of limitations didn't run out. I kind of feel like the prosecutor is using Alec Baldwin as a scapegoat, kind of, because this shit was a uh, horrific accident on a movie set. It was on the movie set. It's not like it was on, you know, two motherfuckers joking around, shoving each other off a cliff, and one is yelling stop, and then you shove him, and he slips, and he's gone. That's involuntary manslaughter. But I guess they both are.
under the rules of the law. So come on, said to me, because I'm fucking confused about my stance on that. I'm not even going to lie. And did y'all hear about Flo Rida's $82 million settlement against energy giant Celsius? Celsius, come on, said. All he wanted was $30,000. <laughs> All he really sued for is the back pay of $30,000. You're an energy drink giant. Took it to court. They went through your records. You owe him $82 fucking million. Now, of course, you're going to file an appeal. And flow riders, people are going to come back to you and say, hey, we'll settle out of court for 15, 16 million, half of it, maybe, maybe 20. And you're going to give it to them. No matter of fact, it's 82 million. No, I'm taking no less than 60. You keep the other 20. Give me $60 million. What am I talking about? I was kibba sending me for making a number so fucking low. <laughs> Out of $82 million, I'm only taking 10 shit. 60, 65. Okay, I'm saving you a grip. Okay, 65. That's the number. Okay, you could have paid 30,000. Now, you're going to be on the hook for some money. You can file appeal after appeal after appeal. You're going to be on that hook for some money. What you going to do? File bankruptcy? You're one of the biggest energy drink companies in the world. You're not going to do that. So you might as well come up off a grip of money and give it to Flo Rider so he can go get that hairline from the same place Akon got his from. <laughs> these dudes are getting these hairlines nowadays, too. Come on, son. The niggas that go get a hairline snitched on. Come on, son. Pharrell, son, you that desperate for a hairline that you're going to get your shit tattooed on your head. Flo Rida got an ill-looking dome piece, though. Pause. Almost said Flo Rida got an ill-looking head. That was very plausible, but I did not say that. I said dome piece. Pause that also. So that's what we doing right now, y'all. Can y'all play me a little Flo Rida? Play me some Flo Rida. on the door and the night begins Cause we've done this before so you come on in Make yourself at my home, tell me where you been Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this Sometimes you gotta stay in And you know where I live Yeah, you know what we is Sometimes you gotta stay Play me a little Akon for his drawn-on Turkish hairline, too. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. Cause I got you. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter. 
gon' fight Fight for our right to love, yeah Nobody wanna see us together But it don't matter, no Cause I nobody wanna see us together Come on, son. <laughs> That shit is crazy, yo. That shit is real crazy. I swear to God, there's so many crazy things going on. I had to say, come on, son, too. That old bullshit ass supposed marriage that Kanye West got. Come on, Kanye, man. You just want to be in the paper now, do you, man? Kim K ain't taking you back. You can fucking forget about it, dog. Okay? Old Pete done dicked your woman down. She don't want you <laughs> But everybody dicked her down, though, in the past, though, right? Okay, that ain't my business, but I'm just saying. My name is Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son, the podcast, the week that was. I enjoyed myself. I'll talk to y'all next week. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass next week. This is Come On, Son, the podcast, the week that was. Big up, Krista. Big up, Care P. Got a lot of good stuff coming, more so this year. A lot of big news. So stay with us, right? Come on, son. The podcast. <laughs> I get out of here, man. <laughs> Come on, son, son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.